Another story box down, another Lisa gone. Story box is, wait, no, pod box. This is pod box. Welcome yeah. to pod box. Yeah, no, just... uh, staying outside the box. Fuck all these names. Oh, I mean, it is the pod box. Are Both we, of them are staying outside the box. We call it, I like to think of this as the staying outside the box. Yeah, because the other one is more a, of like addition this... to like a story box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to staying outside the box, everybody. Uh, Today we're talking about addiction. Yes, Lisa is gone now, so she's not going to be joining us for this. This episode is going to correlate a lot with our dopamine episode, um, but we're going to try to approach it from a different angle on this one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad you put the little footnote in there. That was good. So what what exactly was the extent of your research for this? Um, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we do work a lot. Oh, <laughs> the extent of my research was like a year of horrible alcoholism that ended up me drinking like, jeez, I think it was one of those giant glass bottles of wine a day. Um, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I was addicted to nicotine for a little bit. Well, I would never call it addiction because I just quit cold turkey. Oh, yeah, I, it's still addiction. It's just if somebody put one in front of you, would you hit it? Um, it depends how I'm feeling. <laughs> Would you be able to say no in certain circumstances? Yeah. Um. Now, how about a couple of weeks after you stopped? Do you think you would have been able to say no? Uh, probably not. <clears throat> yeah, bro. Let me. Let me. Let me. Then. Let me hit that. Vape. Then you were addicted in every sense of the word, and it doesn't sound that bad because it's like just a hit of the vape. But if that was like heroin, for example. If that was like heroin, for example, that would have been an entire horrifying relapse. Uh, if you're, you know, quitting cold turkey and you're able to do that, that's great. But um, it's still addiction nonetheless. Yeah. Um, so back in the day, addiction was highly viewed as like not having enough willpower not to do the certain chemical or certain drug. But in the modern days, it's more of a, it's a mental disorder. There's actually mentally stuff that is wrong with you that is making you addicted to a certain substance or a certain thing. So, um, how did you stop your alcohol addiction? A lot of it was tapering off. For the first, I'm gonna say I, I've been addicted to <laughs> uh, several things. <laughs> but alcohol was just the one that got the most. Sounds out of control. like you're weak-minded and a weak person. No, I just, you should be punished. Yeah, that's how they thought about it back in the day. But now it's a lot more like a therapeutic approach. Yeah, I just really liked Coke, dude. <laughs> 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 uh, that was that was actually uh, the, normally cocaine is really difficult to get off of. But I was always like I did the same thing you did. There was a couple times that I just went cold turkey. And then it came up around again, and I was like, oh, I'll just quit again. You know, but normally it's 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 a lot more difficult than that. But what was difficult for me was the alcohol. Um, so alcohol was h- harder to quit than cocaine? For me. Very specifically for me. For some people, yes. For others, Maybe no. cocaine being really expensive was an influencing factor in you quitting. It wasn't that expensive. No, we oh. were. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the details. <laughs> We were engaged in activities that I'm not going to say on a podcast, but it, it came pretty cheap to us. Um, but Isn't it known as, like, the the sex drug? No, that's ecstasy. Oh. Which I've also done a lot of. I'm not really familiar with these uh, ecstasy, substances. Ecstasy was my personal favorite, does if that, it does, wasn't for the come down. Does it actually uh make you more horny? It kind of makes you more everything. It's it's like if somebody handed you nicotine, it might make you more want to do the nicotine. If you're on Molly and a naked girl walks in, you would be more horny than you normally would. Oh. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. So um, the, the question, how did I quit alcohol? Um, the first step, 100%, was <clears> – <throat> it sounds so cliche, but it's completely true – of all the times I said I would quit, I never actually quit until I sat down and thought about it and genuinely said to myself, I have got to stop. Like, this isn't okay anymore. Like, yeah. I, I had to truly accept that this was a thing that needed to happen, not just, like, 
this is a lot of money and I don't want to spend it anymore. Or I don't think this is the kind of person I want to be. Or whatever. It's got to be this has to happen. Once you can do that, um, uh, coming from a philosophical standpoint of life in general, there are two steps to change. Uh, You have to believe that it's possible and you have to want it. If, If those two things are true, it will literally naturally happen in your everyday decisions. How much you want it and um, how easy you believe that you can make it, those will influence how fast it happens, right? But all you need is to want it and know it can happen. As long as you got those two, then it will happen. Can I add one more thing? What? Uh, action. If you That's believe, what I'm saying. If you believe that you don't want it and if you make... What was your thing again? Well, that's what you you said. Action. That's where I said how much you want it to happen because the action will happen naturally on its own in your everyday decisions. Whether um, it's either just driving down a different road because you know that you'll go to the liquor store uh, when you're coming home from work, or like little decisions that you'll make. That action will happen on its own. What. I think you're trying to get at is that you've got to really try and push that action to make it go somewhere. Yeah, you can't just be thinking like, I don't want this, and then go buy alcohol while in your head saying, I don't want this. You have to say, I don't want this, and not go fucking buy alcohol. Yeah, again, with the responsible free fall. I think we talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just free fall. It's responsible free fall. Um, So... How I Quit Nicotine wait, wait, was... Wait, wait, we got to plug the episode. What episode was that? It wasn't... It wasn't... Bro, witch- I don't remember. There's so many now. It, it wasn't... It wasn't Witchcraft. I think it was the one before that. Hold on. It's right here. It's right here. I got this. I got this. Um, Good and Evil? Was that it? No. It was... It was a little bit ago. <clears throat> Or maybe it was the one that we didn't post. Dopamine. It was dopamine. Or stress and anxiety. Oh, well, go watch them all. The <laughs> satisfaction yeah. or contentment. Or actually, I only mentioned it. I once. love how we do like dying and acceptance, satisfaction and contentment, stress and anxiety, and and and, like two things. Yeah. And then there's witchcraft and intent and manifestation and other things. Yeah. Negative <laughs> and manifestation. Um, no, but uh, I do want to actually explain it again. Um, <laughs> I'd cut all that out, but. There's been so much cutting today. Do you want to cut the rest of that out? Why? That's fine. People don't care. Um, basically, it's it's there's free fall floating through life without a care in the world. The stuff that you can't control roll off your shoulders. Free fall is essentially living in the moment. Yeah, just stop worrying about shit. But you can't just go spend all your money on alcohol and do whatever you want kind of free fall. It's a responsible free fall. Like, if you lose your job, that's fine. Don't stress. Go apply for other jobs. Exactly. It's not just a free fall. Don't chill at home and just do nothing. The responsible free fall is, oh, that's okay. Go find another one. You just deal with the task at hand when it comes yeah, living in to the your hand. Um, and I think responsible free fall is one of my biggest mottos in it's life. It's like, I'm going to make an analogy. It's like being a, a batter in a baseball game. You don't go, oh, the ball's about to come. What about it? Oh, my God. Oh. But you also then, don't let it hit you. And then you swing without the ball coming, right? Because you're so anxious about it. Yeah. No, you swing when the ball comes near your bat. And that's what life is all about. You yeah. don't swing before the ball or after the ball. You swing when the ball hits your bat zone. And then irresponsible free fall, right? Just regular old free fall would, like, let the ball hit you. <laughs> Oops, it doesn't really matter. I mean, what's, what's this going to get me? Uh, and then you get whacked in the head. <laughs> That's great. You get whacked in the head. Um, yeah, no, but we were we were talking about. Uh, I was talking about how I quit nicotine. But we moved on from that. Well, I didn't well, even say did it. I said, "How do, this is how I quit nicotine. You're like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Um, I woke up one day and I was like, hey, um, I don't want this. And then I was like, hey, um, I don't do this anymore. Okay. That's how it happened. <laughs> no, that's that's how my Coke uh, addiction 
addictions, plural, uh, stopped. I mean, well. sure, like, I wasn't, like, clean, clean. Like, um, if my friend would be like, hey, you want to hit this? It's a new flavor. I'm like, sure. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And then I'll just go about my day. No, I was clean, clean um, for, like, a couple weeks at a time. Um, the last time that I stopped, it was, like... No different. I normally a couple weeks I, I wouldn't justify quote unquote being clean. But the last time that I quit, it it's been like a year now. Um the entire time I felt the same as, as what? Addict. What? Huh? huh? So anyways, yeah, no, I still <laughs> smoked weed. Uh, <laughs> I smoked weed, I drank alcohol, um but then after a couple of months an event happened. I might get into that at some point. And uh, I just, just started drinking, right? Um, and then it spiraled over a few months until I got to that, that really bad point. Free fall. We, we started talking about free fall because we were talking about how to quit. Yeah. Yeah, how to quit. It, it was the decision um, that I need to quit, right? Uh, that I, I want to quit. Um, and then also I knew that I could, I knew it was possible. Those two came true. So I went into this responsible free fall of making active attempts, active choices and efforts to avoid going near a liquor store. Don't even look at the store. Don't, don't, every time I'm thinking about alcohol, I just pull out my phone and start scrolling type of thing. And that created another addiction, but... Well, one one addiction trumps the other. So slowly you taper down in your addictions until you don't have anything. It's it's funny you say that. That's literally what I did. Yeah. I went from alcohol to weed, and I went from weed to uh, food, food to masturbation, <laughs> masturbation to candy, and then back to food again, and then I just kind of tapered that down until it was back to a normal level. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you, dog. It's funny. I've literally thought about this like over and over again. It's, yeah. it's, it's nice to do an episode on it. You just, yeah, you need something to occupy your time. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in another addiction, though. Every time you're thinking of the certain substance that you want to do or certain thing that you might think you're addicted to, just pick up a book. It's easier said than done. Yeah, all. But just pick it up and read the first sentence. And then the rest will follow. Every adult on the planet, every human on the planet is secretly still a child. All of them. If you can distract yourself, just like a child, it's going to work like a charm. We just don't like being treated like children, but we totally are. All of us. Every one of us. We are children. We learn the same. We think the same. We just also have social stigmas now. Yeah. What he said. And then, like, this doesn't only work with books it, it goes with everything you want to go on a run just run the first couple steps and then the rest will follow run and walk go go by the lake every time you're thinking of a substance do that you get home you live by yourself right you got nobody at home so it's easy to drink and easy to smoke how about you go home and cook yourself a meal and enjoy the evening occupy your time with things that you like to do don't think about the substance. Every time you think about the substance, occupy your time with other things you want to do. The key obviously, word. if sorry, obviously if you have time to think about substances, you have time to th- get a new hobby or, you know, keep yourself busy. I think the key word here is motivation. Um, the way I like to describe motivation is an engine. Motivation is not something that gets you going. You cannot hop in a car and drive away. You have to use power from your battery to start the car. You have to turn the key to start the car. If you want motivation, you have to get the motivation started. But after it's started, it'll keep itself going. You got to read that first sentence. You got to take that that first, like... Take initiative. Yeah, take the initiative. You start your engine, and it will keep itself going. But You know those uh, engines where you, like, pull to start? Yeah. What is it called? Do you know what it's called? Pull to start, maybe? I don't know. You got to pull your engine to start it. Lawn mower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah pull, pull that engine, you guys. Start that engine. 
keep it going. That is and will be your motivation to keep going. Sorry. <laughs> and like, um, let's go into the nitty gritty of the things. Yeah. Addiction also comes with other mental problems as well, such as depression, anxiety, ADHD, PTSD. There's a bunch of other things that come with it. So it might be a good idea to seek therapeutic help or talk to somebody in your family that you trust about your problems and that might be able to that might be able to get you to the help that you need or the stress off your shoulders that you want and um i think it's just it's gonna be like a recap of the dopamine episode because addiction has well, a lot to do with the dopamine no, actually in your head. I've, I've got a lot different stuff about this go for it um Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. If what you have been doing wasn't working, then um, either change it or do something completely different. That was a big thing that helped me through my addiction because I kept um, either just like trying really hard to not drink and then it wasn't working so I was like okay I have to change something okay I'll drive down a different road then I would wake up in the morning and go by alcohol it's like okay well this isn't working I've got to stop doing this I've got to stop doing that i got to change this keep changing things and if you talk another thing I want to add um, another topic entirely one of those things you can change um, if you talk to any sort of help whether it's a 12-step group, a therapist, an addiction counselor, they're going to tell you one of the biggest, one of the biggest sources of help is people, whether it's friends, um, the family, your bartender. <laughs> you know, if, if you talk to people, uh, people naturally want to help, whether you believe it or not. Like, even people in wars, like fighting, most of the time... There's, like, random, like, like they'll take a video of, like, how they just don't want to be doing this. How, how they're either doing this for a paycheck or doing this to send their kids through college or doing this because they were drafted and they th- feel like they have no other option. Even, the, like, there are some really bad doing things, people out there, but almost everyone has this, this, this drive for good. If you just ask a stranger, like, hey... I'm having a lot of trouble. Do you know anybody that could help me? Like, at the very least, um, they might just say, yeah, bro, just, like, Google search the therapy or something. Like, they'll have something to contribute. But uh, I'm not saying go up to a stranger and ask for help. I'm saying go make friends. Uh, Be like, hey, man, how's your day? Or, I don't know, just find people. Find a thing that you do every day let's say a cafe or a library and go there every day and after a while you will make friends because a familiar face in a familiar place encourages uh, socialization so if you're showing up at the library every day it might go from hey welcome into hey how are you doing today I've been seeing you around a lot what's your name and then before you know it, you got a friend. You have to go out to make friends. Online friends are cool, but it's not the same as being in person, live in flesh. 100%. Looking to eye to eye, yeah, maybe kissing. A familiar face, <laughs> a familiar face and a familiar place. Eating familiar paste has a familiar taste. Yeah. You should you should have done that at the end of the episode, you know? Yo, mm. Taste, paste, toothpaste, and peanut butter. Um, I wanted to introduce more uh, research and credible point of view from this. Is that according to Harvard Health, the five things you should do to stop addiction is set a quiet date. It might be helpful to choose a meaningful date, like special events, birthdays, or anniversaries, to where you just sit and relax all day. Maybe talk things out. It's like a meditation in a way. You self-therapy yourself. If that makes sense. 
Have you set quiet dates when you were quitting? No, that was the last thing I did. Oh. No, not the last thing. I mean, that was the last thing on my mind. I never did that. Not even once. Well, I guess you were busy then, huh? Yeah, it was more like... Always go, go, go. Yeah, fill my time with anything but alcohol. And then Harvard also says that change your environment. Remove any reminders of your addiction from your oh. home and workplace. Yes, this is this is 100% a big one. Yeah. For example, separate from those who would encourage you to involve with objects you're addicted to, drug, alcohol, or one behaviors of, that you don't want to do. One of the hardest things is cutting off a friend because they like drinking. If you're trying to quit drinking, get rid of any alcohol bottles or wines, glasses, or corkscrews. If you're trying to quit gambling, remove any playing cards, scratch tickets, or poker chips. Just don't remove even, anything that reminds you of it. Don't even look at the stuff. If you have a picture on your wall of, like, a wine glass, don't. If you drive past, past your liquor store on your way to work, don't. Find a new route. Leave early if you have to to go the longer way. And I'm not saying you should cut off your friends who drink or smoke, but address to them that how you're trying to stop, and you should try to encourage them to stop as well. If they do not want to stop, just politely ask them not to bring any of those things around you. And if they can't respect your wishes, maybe you need to pick new friends. Yeah, if 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 they can't understand that you're trying to help yourself through an addiction, then those are not the kind of friends that you should want to have around. Yeah, just communicate with your loved ones, and they will understand. Trust now, me. What of those who have no loved ones? Um, well, get some. Get some, bro. <laughs> Go to it's, cafes or whatever. Yeah, you bro. Said. It's it's kind of hard to be lonely in this world. No, 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 no. That's wrong. It's really easy to be lonely in this world because of our social media and technology. It's easy to close yourself off. But go outside. Go see sunlight. Go, uh, go make some friends. An argument is that you have to work and then watch kids and then sleep, and your coworkers suck butts. If that's the case, then you need to get a new job. It's not that easy. It's really not. But keep watch trying. Watch the kids. Are you lonely if you got kids? Yeah. Dude, I don't, staying, I don't think in, so. staying in the house all day, every day with kids does not count. Look at me. Look at me. I did that for a year, and I went fucking insane. Bro, the sl- sleep deprivation you had? Uh, well, the sleep deprivation wasn't an issue in- <laughs> until I started watching an infant for a mother who refused to watch said infant. Um, but but even before then, it was very, very mentally draining, Not have not having... Because, like, I would wake up in the mornings to have kind of me time, stay up at night a little bit to have me time, and I would still get enough sleep. But that quote-unquote me time wasn't adequate. I needed people. I needed outside. Like, sometimes I would um, put the kids in a car and then just, just drive just to be outside for a while. Yeah, that makes sense. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I seen you the... I think that sleep deprivation from years ago is still haunting you today, man. I seen you at the work the other day. You look dead inside. You look like you look like living was not an option anymore. No, that was me on six hours of sleep for two days. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Then then. <laughs> but but you had things to do, so I took over. Um, but you're taking over today, so it's fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Go go sleep. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Disgusting. I I don't know how I'm topside right now. I <laughs> I really. Bro, don't. you're gonna die when you're forty and have a tumor growing out of your you, asshole. I is, swear. This is coming from the guy who like, I tried to hang out with. We were playing Minecraft every now and then with a with a mutual friend back in the day, and um, like you would. <clears throat> You would get on Discord and be like, "Hey guys, or no, hey guys, what's up? Like, hey, you doing all right? Yes, yeah, play some Minecraft." And that was just your life. Um, 
the gym. You didn't know how long I slept. I slept seven hours every day because I, I went to the gym so much to where if I had slept any less than seven or eight hours, I would lose gains. So I wanted my gains. I got enough rest. And now I'm bulking. I got big boobies. That's <laughs> that's crazy how quickly we can revert back to because that's that's your default. It doesn't get any worse, but it doesn't get any better. This is my default. I, I think I think I'm starting to put on a little chunk. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'll be this skinny forever. I don't know. Maybe I'm just one of those people. But um, um yeah. I mean, when you're bulking, you lose your abs and you feel less confident. But I'm not. I think it's gonna be good at the end. It's it's a lot nicer to not force yourself to go to the gym constantly. In my personal oh no, you opinion. still have to go constantly. You're bulking, bro. You're eating so much to where you need to go every day. The what? That's what bulking is. You're bulking right now. That's that's not saying why are you bulking. So I can get big boobies. Oh, you mean pecs? Yeah. Oh, I, I said, <laughs> I thought you meant actual boobs. Oh no, not man boobs. Ugh, no, well, those technically wouldn't be the mainliest of boobs. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, no, I I mean like um. I don't want to spend my time at the gym. I'd rather either spend it working or um, furthering my future. Bro, you're gonna you're gonna be like forty, and you're not gonna be able to move. I'm gonna be like forty. I'm not gonna have to move. I'll pay all my bitches that are all also virgins until I. You and and they all live there willingly. Do they you can have go the, whenever they want? Hold on, you have the appearance that people just go to the gym to look good. I just not want to be able to be forty. I just don't want to be 40 and have all my joints locked into place and can't function in my own body like I'm 20. Uh, you say, I want to be 20 forever. You say that like you need the gym for that. Do you know what I do? What? I do Pilates for at least 10 minutes every day in the morning. I get up and I do the the little yoga things or like little Pilates workouts or the whatever. The thing is like. And that gets me up in the morning and that wakes me up and keeps me going. That doesn't give you muscle though. I don't need muscle. After you're 30, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. That's literally it. Your body starts deteriorating. Do you know what I do, though? What? I specifically acknowledge the fact that I don't work out, so I make it a point to lift heavy things, work really hard. When I am working, I'll take, like, like when, when I'm stocking beer, for example, I'll take three cases at a time just to keep the muscle up. Good. And now, And then you need to sleep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm lecturing you, but you need to sleep, bro. I, I, um, I, I feel like a lot of a lot we of to, we need to do this podcast for at least thirty years, and I don't need you gone at twenty. I, I feel, <laughs> I am, I am twenty. No, like, like twenty years. Oh, okay. Um, no, I, I, I feel like for sure I probably should get more sleep, but I also feel like I didn't. I, I was getting too much sleep at one point, like. I was needing 10 hours of sleep in order to feel okay. And I feel like that was just an accumulation of, like, of uh, sleeping a lot until I had this idea. Maybe I only need the sleep because my body's used to it. Like, imagine if you do nicotine every day uh, and then you don't have, uh, well, not you. You know how many scientific studies completely disprove your idea? What do you mean? You don't sleep because you're used to sleeping you need sleep because you need the rest no that's not what i'm no there's more to that oh okay (laughs) um so for the most part addiction and this actually ties perfectly in with addiction um when you're let's say nicotine for example you're addicted you smoke it however much a day and then the next day you don't have any um it sucks right or if you have the same amount that you do normally every day, there's no nicotine high. You're just level. You're leveled out. Your body has gotten used to that amount. What you can do is taper off until you need less and less, right? The thing about sleep is your body needs sleep. It has this rest period that it is needed. So there is a minimum, but I don't think that most people realize that they aren't at their minimum. They are so used to an amount of sleep that their body can't go without that much sleep. So what I did was I slowly uh, tapered off. The same thing as alcoholism, literally just like an addiction. I went from like 10 hours of sleep and I was really careful about setting an alarm. 
um, ten hours of sleep, nine uh, for like a, a like a week, and then nine hours of sleep, and then eight hours of sleep, and then seven, and now. I feel amazing on six hours of sleep. It is a normal thing for me. I don't feel groggy. Here's the biggest thing: when I'm driving, I, <laughs> I don't don't text and drive, kids. It's bad for you. It it'll make you get cancer or something. Um, when I text and drive, um, I do it in a way that I glance at my phone and then look up, so that my eyes are never off the road, and it works. But when I'm tired, I specifically notice. When I'm texting and driving and uh, I'm tired, I specifically notice that that quick little glance completely destroys my uh, my awareness of, of what's going on around me. Um, and so I literally just can't do it anymore because it's, it's, <laughs> it's never safe. But it's, it's to a point of a non-safety that like, I, can, I can tell when I'm even just a little bit tired because I'll feel fine, right? If I'm just a little tired, I won't be able to tell until I'm driving. Um, but I won't have that um, unless I'm doing uh, when when I was going down on the hours of sleep, right? I was just pretty much constantly like that. I was always a little bit tired until I went a couple weeks, probably like three weeks, no, like two weeks of uh, once I got to the six hours. Once I let my body adjust to the six hours for two weeks, then the the tiredness went away. And I was back to full alert. I had never felt groggy. Um, but I feel like any less than that, I can't do five. I can't do five or I just die. My body doesn't get used to five. Like, it's got to be six or more. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, but like for example, somebody who sleeps for 12 hours a day, their body just gets used to it. Literally, just like an addiction, if you don't have it, you, you, you don't function as well because your body is... Um, needing it uh, I want to say that makes sense but I don't know um, I definitely can't function on 6 hours I need 7 to around 9 any more than 9 I'm sleepy any more than 7 I'm sleepy so I just you need mean any less spot. than 7 yeah any less than 7 isn't that what I said uh, you said more than 7 Oh yeah. Any more than, than nine, seven. I'm sleepy. Any more than eight, I'm sleepy. Any more than seven, I'm sleepy. Honestly, if I sleep, I'm just sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. So I just stay <laughs> up twenty four seven, and then that way I'm never tired. All right. Harvard also says distract yourself instead of giving in to an urge to use. Come up with an alternative activity such as going for a walk or calling a friend or family member to talk. Basically, what we said. Harvard agrees. I feel like I didn't appreciate that one as much as I should have. Appreciate what? The ability or the power of distraction. Like, yeah. go out and buy, like, some fucking kids' toys if you need to. Like, Go build some Legos, bro. Yeah, Legos are dope. Dude, I love Legos. No, those are too expensive. But literally, literally anything. Draw. Uh, maybe not scroll your phone. That was not the healthiest choice. But hey. um, I distracted myself with food and weed. I'm starting to do map collecting as, like, decoration on the walls. So if you see any cool old maps, let me know. I'll probably buy it. Flip, yeah. I love maps. I love geography. I love history. I love science. I love psychology. I love philosophy. That's our personality. Yep. Stay outside the box. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Harvard also says, review your past attempts at quitting. I feel like we didn't say this at all. Think about what worked and what didn't. Consider what might be ha- what. Consider what might have contribution to relapse and make make changes accordingly. Damn, I can't read English today. That's a that's a good point. You should failure is a good way to get to success. Yeah, trying the same as thing over as... and over again and expecting a different outcome. Yeah, you said that. <clears throat> yeah, it's the same idea. Oh, yeah. I guess we did cover this one too. It's like they're just agreeing with us. Harvard Harvard, yeah, we should go to Harvard, bro. Like honestly. They need us. Did, no, they should just give us the diploma or whatever. <laughs> diploma. <laughs> um, create a sport network. Talk to your family, friends, and ask their encouragement and support. We literally covered this one too. Like, bro, just if you if you if you go to Harvard, don't just listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. Give us money, and we'll and we will live like that. We don't need money. We just need you to love us. And no, we need money. Us. Please give us money. <laughs> no, I, I want your love. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah. we, we definitely don't do this for money, though. We <laughs> we lose a lot of sleep on this. No, I don't. Well, I do. Why? I don't know. I feel like um, I'm always doing something. 
and then like this is adding on top of my things that I do. I feel that. You you pretty much just. <laughs> I also don't have as much responsibilities as you. You gotta open the store. You gotta, you know, I'm basically the little spoiled son. And then I've also got my own little. I got like two side projects that I'm I'm not going to plug here. Oh yeah, I got side projects too. Like what? Photography and videography. You haven't seen my photography account? Oh, I have, I have. I forgot about those. Mine yeah. are more like psychology and uh, life coaching type things. I, I'm definitely not plugging them, though. They're, I'm trying to keep them anonymous. But um, yeah, Me too, me too. I just started a new one, and I got this really nice logo that I freaking love so much. It's it's so nice. And then I, I went into like this, this sketchbook app and uh, made it all cool Ooh. and shit. Good, good, good. Yeah, so like this isn't ri- this is completely original, and I, I'm so happy with how it turned out. Addiction. Okay, I feel like one thing we haven't talked about is uh, treatment for addiction. So some people might take uh, medication, which can reduce cravings of certain oh. addictive substance. Sex helps. Yeah, which so is usually not it, an option. I think it's completely okay for you to taper down to another medication to reduce your cravings. I did weed. Yeah, I guess that counts as a medication. Yeah, it's literally medical marijuana. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's completely okay. There's not being shamed on it. We're not telling you to like, you know, well, how I talked about earlier that you don't have any willpower if you don't do this. You do have the willpower. You're just having some problems. There's people who have weak moments. Every strong person comes to a a weak person so it's completely okay for you to resort to another lesser harmful substance than the one you're doing right now so if you're doing cocaine smoke some weed and chill uh, out Rome wasn't built in the day um take baby steps um something about the moon basically nobody expects you to be perfect as soon as you realize Oh, I can be perfect. Let's do that now. Like, no, it takes a while to, and you'll never really be perfect. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, if you're living life right, you will literally never be perfect because your idea of a perfect you should always be changing. As you live your life, you gain new experiences, you learn new things, um, your opinions you should. should always be changing. Your beliefs should always be changing. Uh, otherwise, you're... You're, you're, um, Otherwise, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it, uh, I'm not going to say that you Ed, should always have changing beliefs or that you should always change your opinion, but it's it's really hard to say that your opinions are correct, therefore you should never have to change them. If you really truly believe that, you're almost definitely wrong. If you're not evolving, you're not learning or growing. Yeah, A seed shouldn't stay a seed forever. A seed should sp- sprout into a tree. I mean, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you're done <laughs> you know you're done when you're dead enjoy the journey and um don't just because you're not a kid anymore doesn't mean you're not a kid anymore if that makes sense yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean oh god don't <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah i said that way too much on one of our story boxes oh it was so I feel bad like a healthy ways to cope with stress is a good factor in stopping addiction um some people take drugs, use alcohol or other things because they think it helps them cope with stress. But it can lead to an addiction which can add to your stress. The it can thing, be more stressful. The thing about drugs is it helps with stress when you do them until you need them. And then you get into that, that balance that your brain is used to it. And then suddenly the stress is worse when you don't have them. And you can't just be on drugs all the time. Yeah. And not, not to mention you have to do more and more to get the same effect. It's it's a temporary fix. If if you need to like chill for a day, fine. Go pop some heroin. Like no, don't do heroin. <laughs> like go go smoke a joint, right? But if you smoke a joint every day, it's not going to do quite the same thing as the first joint did. Moderation. Yeah. Moderation loss. When trying to break an addiction, withdrawal symptoms can be very stressful. It can be even more stressful than the stress you're trying to run from. You might die if it's alcohol. Yeah, literally. Your body gets dependent on it. There's two of them. It's alcohol and what else? 
benzoate? I have no idea. All I, I thought it was just alcohol. No, if you quit, I think it's like, like if you quit meth cold turkey, you're fine. If you quit heroin cold turkey, you're fine. If you quit cocaine cold turkey, you're fine. But if you quit alcohol cold turkey, you could literally die from the withdrawal. And we could buy that shit at, at fucking Walmart. Isn't that crazy? And it's legal. <laughs> like, oh my That's God. ridiculous. Yeah, all right. Anyways. Um, there are some healthy ways to cope with stress. It's, um... As we know, as we said before, relaxing through meditation and yoga. Yoga is nice. I probably need to do that more because my hip flexors are fucked. Like, bro, I would rather do yoga than work out because I'm less worried about strength and more worried about the longevity of my joints and muscles. Like, even if I'm a weak 80-year-old, I'll be a mobile 80-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. You just get knocked over when a slight breeze comes in. No, that's the thing. If I'm mobile, then I'll never have to worry about just being stagnant sitting in a couch all day because my joints hurt. I'll be able to keep up a regular body strength and yeah, maybe but, even go to work out. But you're so weak that... Why would I be weak? Because you said you're not worried about strength. You're just worried about mobility. Yeah, I'm not getting gained, but I'm not sitting on the couch all day either. I still have normal everyday task strength, which is what I have now. I guess... Being with your friends also help reduce stress. Yeah, that's that's part of the reason we do this too. Planning ahead and having routine is very, very, very important. If you don't have a routine, you're gonna be more impulse to do other things. Yeah, I I totally agree. I feel like if I didn't do this, but if I had a route, not necessarily a routine. But if I planned my day and had a routine, if I said this is what I'm going to do today in this order, um. It would have been a lot easier to not even think about alcohol because it was it would have been like I don't have time to drink because I've got to go do this and then go do this like I got to go clean the house sober and I can't do that if I'm drunk. (laughs) If you plan your days and fill the moments with things, after a while, you're not even gonna want to do the substance because you're so busy and. Obviously, fill your days with the things that you enjoy doing, of and chores as well, like cleaning your house. But you want your free time to fill with hobbies and the things that will improve you as a person. Not to mention, when you clean the house and you're sober at the end of the cleaning, you feel, feel so good. good. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like be it's its own little high. It feels so good. Yeah, I did, I did something today. I, I cleaned, and then. If your house is cool, if your house is clean, your mind is clean, in my opinion. If your house is uncluttered, you're going to, for me at least, when my room is cluttered, I feel that edge. Like, I need my room to be clean for me to think clearly. I want to separate a house from, like, uh, there's there's one Einstein saying that I kind of want to disagree with a little bit. Um, It's a... If if a cluttered desk is a sign of a cluttered mind, then what said something, uh, what should you say of an empty desk? Um, and I want to, I want to say it's, it's more, more like it's easier to be like, I, I'll totally have a work desk when, when. Like, uh, if we can get some more furniture in here, I'd like a little work desk. If we can get more free time, I'll chill there. And it will totally be messy. That'll be my messy spot. 100%. But if I decided to, like, clean it and organize it, I don't feel like <laughs> that means I have an empty mind. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I said it again. Oh, it's so difficult. I don't know where it even came from. Sage is having problems where at the end of every sentence, he goes, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay, and it's it's I don't know where it came from, you know what I mean? It just started one day. You know what I mean? I, I don't know why. I don't know what oh my god, was that you? That was or, my stomach. Okay. I'm hungry. Okay. So I'm like you're not gassing me out again. <laughs> <laughs> Eating healthy and sleeping well is a big factor in addiction management and stress reduction. Because if you're feeling good, you're doing good. Oh, real quick, before I forget, I wanna slip this in. Don't slip anything in. That's gross. Open your booty cheeks. I'm slipping some knowledge in. Straight up to your brain hole. Um, your forum in magnum. I 
want to make it a very strong point, PSA, you should not judge yourself on who you are. Again, back to the thing we were talking about earlier, you'll never be that perfect person because that perfect person will always be changing. You'll never be that perfect person, so don't ever judge yourself on not being who you want to be. Because even, like, let's say right now, I want to be sober. When you're sober, I want to have a good job. When you have a good job, I want to have a good house. Your perfect person will always be your quote-unquote perfect person, will always be changing. Don't ever judge yourself on who you are not, right? Judge yourself on who you're becoming, how fast you're improving. Were you better today than you were like a month ago, right? Because it's easy to fluctuate, like even within the week. Have a good day, have a bad day, have a good day, have a bad day. But are you at least doing better than you did last month type of thing? And if so, how much better? Because if you did three drinks a day last month and now you do two drinks, sometimes three drinks a day this month, maybe you should start trying a little harder. Um, If you can't, fine. At least you're improving. Uh, I, I wanted to slide that little bit in there. It's it's not about who you, you like, are. It's about who you're becoming. Do you rehearse these things? Because I feel like you said the same thing word for word in our dopamine episode. Yeah. No, I, I again, with my little side projects, those are me saying, because I've rehearsed this thing in my own head so many times. I've rehearsed the, the thing I said earlier about my addiction in my head so many times. All these little psychology and philosophy bits. I create my own little quotes, I guess. <laughs> um, and and having said them just so many times in my head, I created these um, side projects specifically to have an outlet for them. And this podcast is another one of those outlets. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on, you just made me remember something. The, the Good and Evil Part 2, uh, we didn't release it because it was so bad. Yeah, it's... I mean... I didn't really listen to it, but it just felt really rough. We might release it if uh, we're behind on the schedule sometime. We we were basically clarifying some things, but it was for the most part the same episode that we were trying to stretch out. In different words. And, like, we tried to stretch it out until, like, an hour, and it it was very bad. Well, I wouldn't say bad as much as god off. (laughs) 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 It it, it wasn't great, though. I, I, I wasn't... We would much rather have released something because I really loved the witchcraft episode. Yeah, I'm so glad we released that instead. Oh, it was like honestly, if not my favorite episode, definitely one of my top three. All right. Um, with stopping your addiction, you also have to keep in mind your triggers, cravings, and you want to stay in control. Um, sitting down and thinking about what triggers your cravings can help you avoid them. Uh, avoiding your triggers can help you stay in control and prevent relapse. You don't want to continue doing these things. We keep saying it, but the more and more you talk, it's like this entire article is just what we've already said this this episode. Yeah. But we didn't talk about triggers. Yeah, no, triggers. Staying away from the liquor store. Uh, tossing out all the pictures of alcohol on your wall. Don't keep any empty bottles. We already talked about this. Oh. What about cravings? Triggers your cravings. It's the same thing. Staying in control. Distracting yourself. Yeah. Because you can't and, just and say... Don't don't let a relapse stop you from achieving your goals. Yeah. Again, back to the, the fluctuations. You're going to fuck up sometimes. Fine. I mean, maybe you won't. Shit. Maybe you'll succeed the first time. But if you don't, that's fine. Because the fact that you had a moment of sober is better than you've done in a while. And if it's a longer period of sober, it's better than you've done in a while. As long as you're, again, going up that slope of improvement, then the fluctuations don't matter in the long run. Bingo. It's about the long-term goal, just like you said before. (laughs) The next one, really? Is that really it? Is that what it says next? Oh, no, I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) You're just affirming me. Thanks, bro. Yes, I'm behind you most of the time. What do you mean behind me? No, I mean like I'm supporting you. Oh, I, I, I got a slightly gay vibe from it. I just wanted to clarify. That is gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. I could see how you got that vibe, but it's not what I meant. So, I'm I'm here to support you, bro. 
<laughs> no, but um, what what uh, what do you think the takeaways from this episode are? I think the takeaway from this episode is that addiction can be very bad, and it can consume your life, every single moment of your life, and instead of judging yourself and feeling bad and stressing more about it and to fix that stress going back to your addiction start with the small steps ask for help that is a big point ask for help you don't want to do this alone you have to go to your peers and ask them for distractions you know you might want to start going on runs or walks and you might need somebody there with you to support you and to push you that's okay to ask for help and like you said you don't want to judge yourself on who you are right now you want to judge yourself on who you are becoming you're going to have bad days and you're going to have good days don't let the bad days ruin the good days that are to come ahead and to genuinely love yourself yourself right now so you can become yourself the self that you really want to be in the future. Uh, I want to add two more things. Um, first of all, uh, you know, if something's not working, don't keep trying it. Whether you change things that you're doing or um, just completely throw them out and try something new, uh, you know, try new things. But also, it sounds really cliche, but all of these, literally every p- one of these pieces of advice can boil down to one phrase don't give up it's as simple as that it's so cliche and cheesy but it's 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 about moving forward trying new things talking to people and none of the things that help you are easy none of them are easy you've got to keep trying and to keep trying means to not give up but in order to do any of these things in order to stop your addiction Think and stay outside the box. Thanks for listening. And stop your addiction. Stop it. Stop. Don't do it anymore. Stop we, it. We love you and we care for you. Please. Just come give me a hug. Yeah. It's we're okay. here. If, be... if any of you are struggling, just throw a little DM thing and we can see it. Bye. Thanks love for you. listening.